0: Yeah. I saw reports that Central Park had like eleven inches. So you got up there but nothing crazy craze.
1: Yeah, I was hoping for more, but I guess not.
0: Are you just hanging out at work now or did you hang-
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean things are like even more shut down than they usually are on a Saturday. So it's just like straight chilling. Word. Uh, like my other coworker didn't even come in, I guess because he's in Jersey. So, maybe the transit's effed up there.
0: It's possible. Although, he probably just punked out. It doesn't seem like it's that bad.
1: (laughs) I mean, it's certainly like the subway was business as usual. But it was fun, like, looking out the window last night being like, Oh, snow exists. I had forgotten. I guess because of global warming.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I was talking to co-workers who have lived in this part of the country, being Philadelphia, uh, longer than I have, and they were called getting really heavy snowstorms and then no snow off and on forever.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's probably true. I don't think climate change is that drastic, that, like, you know, one year snow just stops and then there's never snow again. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I remember some really big snowstorms when I was growing up, and then I remember some years where there wasn't a lot of yeah. snow. As I am not a homeowner, nor do I have to shovel a stoop, More snow is always preferable to me than less snow. Yeah. Because it does not impact my life at all, except that everything looks pretty.
0: Right now, I'm really hoping that the sun is just warm enough to melt all the snow on my walk. I'm trying not to go outside. (laughs) Just don't think about it. Well, it's like everybody was outside this morning just scraping their shovels across concrete, not moving any snow. Because, you know, when somebody is shoveling snow, the sound gets dampened by the snow above the shovel. But no, there was this chorus of... People just dragging steel blades across yeah across you know, the ground grist cron- it was the
1: concrete god damn it
0: it was the nicest way to wake up on a Saturday.
1: Yeah. Some of the, I mean, I live on the eleventh floor now, and I live next to a highway, so I cannot open my windows because you just hear the highway. So sounds don't normally wake me up, but we, I guess we live high enough up that the building sways. Mm. But it sways more than I've ever experienced a building sway. Like on a really windy day, it is like a boat rocking. And you can just sort of feel the building moving <laughs> beneath you. Like it happened one day and I, I, I got up and I went into the bathroom and the water was undulating in the toilet. Mm. <laughs> That's the building. And uh, so one day I'm sleeping. And I wake up to this construction sound. And also I can tell the building is swaying. So, in my mind, I'm thinking, why they're doing so much construction that the building is swaying? <laughs> it's too early in the morning for this shit. Turn off that fucking power saw. And of course, like a minute later, I realized my folly. But uh, until that point, I was just like so angry. <laughs>
0: Uh, so every once in a while you just get to feel like you're in the part of the movie that the people are down in the hold of the ship and there's the yeah, ominous yeah, creaking yeah. sound and they all look <laughs> up and yeah. around. Yeah. Is this building going to shoot into space?
1: <laughs> Pretty much. What's up? Video games? Sure. Have you played any video games even?
0: Yes. What'd you play? Uh, I have a couple new ones we haven't talked about. I played a little bit of Banner Saga with Zeno
1: oh yeah I can't. you gave me that code that I have not even touched it
0: uh, yeah so I did that I mean I also played Street Fighter X Tekken so we can like put on our way back hats and talk about that uh, oh like it's nice new. let's hear it Uh, and I don't know I feel like uh, I mean I started playing the Devil May Cry HD collection screw flame scorpions
1: yeah they're dicks
0: hate those guys what's his problem just give Pro me the tip. freaking bravery whatever if you
1: can time Stinger so that you charge into his mouth right as he's shooting the fireball, that's a big chunk of damage.
0: Oh, yeah. But no, I, I know how to do it. <laughs> I just, what, it's, it's, You have to put on your way back hat for that one, too, because all of a sudden the camera becomes very important. Yeah. And you're strategically moving Dante around this level so that the camera doesn't get stuck in a position where you cannot see the boss to you know, know what that, you're supposed to dodge.
1: That is definitely not ideal. But something that really disappointed me about the new Devil May Cry, the solution they had for off-screen enemies is that they just de-aggro once the camera isn't looking at them. So you can basically just cheese fights by... Like, there's fights where you'll have several large guys that all charge at you at once, and you just make it so only one of them is on the screen, and the rest of them just sort of sit there placidly until you're ready to engage them. So... Like the the original Devil May Cry with the Resident Evil camera angles definitely is not ideal, but also feeling like these enemies, you know, AI is a finicky thing, but you want to at least have some illusion that they're thinking creatures and not these mindless puppets that you can manipulate at your whim.
0: Well, in Devil May Cry, they kind of they, are. They are literally, literally mindless, mindless puppets. puppets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing. So, in the the Anime News Network thread for Devil May Cry, one dude was like, I don't know what people are talking about saying that this is, you know, dumbed down the game when the original games were pretty simple. And I was like, in fact, that is a huge problem I had with Devil May Cry 3 versus Devil May Cry 1. Because the cool thing about Devil May Cry 1 is even those, like, schlubby puppets that they just throw at you half a dozen at a time have six-plus moves that they can do. They all have, you you know, they can throw their knives, they can just do the regular slash at you, they can do sort of a spinning charge. They have crowd control. Like, the simplest enemy in the game has crowd control. (laughs) Whereas in Devil May Cry 3, you know, most of the enemies are just those, like, Grim Reaper-looking things, and most of them only have one move. So that was a huge disappointment I had there. But do not bespurge the name of Devil May Cry 1, because... One of the coolest things about that game was that there was that huge bestiary, and as guys used moves on you, it would fill out their move list, and then you could read descriptions yeah. of all the different things they could do. It was really cool.
0: Although I never want them to use moves, because that means I'm not doing some sweet S-combo all over yeah. them.
1: <laughs> well, I remember when I got that game, low these many years ago, and that game came out like 12 years ago, and we were playing hey, Has it, it really at-
0: only been 12 years
1: I'm pretty sure it was 2001. We were in college.
0: Devil May Cry uh, came out when we were in college?
1: Yeah. It was like... Can I, that I, be it,
0: true? I feel like that was definitely high school.
1: No, it was... I remember it because we were at Jerry and Scabs's when we played it. And that was like a banner fall because it was either Silent Hill 2 came out and then Devil May Cry or vice versa. But within a month, the two of those games came out and my life was forever changed. <laughs>
0: Oh and, yes. Oh yeah. And the original uh, <laughs> 2001 game. There's That's actually like crazy. a
1: somewhat there's a somewhat funny anecdote about buying that game. I don't remember why, but we had split up and Jerry went to buy the game and maybe we went to get food or something. So the guy at GameStop, this is like I feel like this is kind of when they first started really pushing strategy guides with like PlayStation 2, maybe PlayStation 1. So the guy's like, "Oh, do you want the strategy guide with it?" And Jerry without missing a beat just goes, No, thanks. I have the internet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Take that, guy.
1: And it's, like, still true to this day.
0: Well, it's also, why would you even really need a strategy guide? Don't Make Cry is pretty straightforward.
1: Yeah, I mean, the puzzles in that game are you have the item in your inventory. Do you want to put it in this slot? And the answer is never no.
0: There was there is a moment where I got a little confused when you get the uh right after you get Alistair mm-hmm. and you have to return with the rod of judgment to the same statue and place it in the hand in oh, order to yeah, complete the level. Yeah. That took me a couple minutes to sort out, but it wasn't <laughs> super frustrating. This is taking me hours, I can't save, I'm gonna quit this game type stuff.
1: So there's there's these quote unquote puzzles in Dead Space Three where you're on a grid grid of like little dots in a square and there's lines that connect all the dots and two dots will light up and you have to move these cursors to the dots and click them and that's the whole puzzle and so i presume in single player you're using each analog stick to control one of the dots and doing it at the same time which is still dumb but at least requires some form of hand eye coordination it, when you're doing it in the in co-op each person controls one dot. So it's basically like <laughs> what I said when we were streaming it last night. Is like, congratulations, you have proven your rudimentary hand-eye coordination. You may pass the security checkpoint. Because it's just like such a joke. Like, I cannot even imagine the dude who programmed, you know, a dozen of these puzzles for the entire game. <laughs> be like, oh, this one's going to him up. Cause well, as soon as you it,
0: have two people, you've really just proven you have a friend.
1: Yeah, well, that's actually. I mean, it's it's the same as in Resident Evil Five and all those sorts of games. It's like nobody gets on this spaceship until we two people have to push the button, or this spaceship will not take off.
0: <laughs> oh no! Like, what will these doors. It's
1: like I could, ha- like, in the nuclear facility at the end of Resident Evil Five, <laughs> like, on, unless you have a buddy. You can't push the buttons on either side of this door to exit the compound.
0: Wait, so you like, really have to have a friend to beat that game?
1: Well, you know... Oh, but uh, yeah, so the, the
0: AI will take over AI if your AI friend isn't it, of there. Course.
1: But if Bob is working late, and Tom has already gone home, like, he's just locked in for the night. Of course, Bob and Tom are are mind-controlled by snake, tentacle, worm monsters, so, you know, there's that. Uh, man, so, that's Space... Dead Space Three is pretty good, but also I feel like if it wasn't in co-op, it would not be nearly as good.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I am never gonna play that game because it is scary, and I don't like scary games.
1: This one's way more gross than it is scary. They've they, they've been sort of on a downward trajectory for scary and an upward trajectory for gross. So it's gone over the from, course of the uh, series.
0: You know, Event Horizon to Saw. Yeah.
1: Pretty it's I I would not compare it to Saw. Saw and uh Corpse Party are about on the same level <laughs> with regards to merit. But it's more like, you know, I really get into <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street for this deep characterization and Johnny Depp. Why do they have to keep putting all these gross blood deaths in them? Oh uh, yeah. Which is not something that anybody ever said. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, it's a pretty fun game whose core conceit is fun enough that you enjoy it, even though it's dumb and really gross, that being, like, the shooting off of limbs. Like, that provides a a satisfactory... It's a satisfying type of gameplay, even if it's really gross and feels extremely childish. Like, yep, the 13-year-old who designed this game probably thinks this is pretty badass.
0: (laughs) Well, I... It is kind of interesting that the the enemies, you don't just pummel them with yeah. your artillery. You have to think about what you're doing the whole time. So, I mean, as much as it is just a way to gorily dismember something on the screen, it's still an interesting mechanic when it comes to how you handle defeating enemies.
1: That's what I'm saying, that it, it makes you think about encounters differently, even if the, the way they've implemented it is kind of like, yeah, this is a little lame. Yeah, the the two
0: seconds of that I watched you and Grotz play, it really seemed like it just had gone straight to the the Resident Evil 5 scenario where one of you has a shotgun and the other has a sniper rifle. And the one with the shotgun is just standing up there keeping guys at bay while the one with the sniper rifle destroys them from the back.
1: Yeah, that certainly happens. In fact, in this game, they have this thing called a force gun, which is basically, I don't know, an energy shotgun. Okay. It just pushes everybody really hard. (laughs) Hey. Hey, back <laughs> yeah. off. Hey. All right. It's like when somebody's. In fact, this is something that happens in the game. You know, in high school, when you're like a nerd and somebody who's not a nerd, like, walks past you really brusquely in the hall and, like, body checks you into a locker?
0: Yes. Like, that never that happened to me, though, because I was a giant. Dead...
1: Yeah, that's also true. <laughs> uh, that happens in Dead Space 3, because there's this huge subplot that your girlfriend. Broke up with you at some point because you're, you know, crazy, like totally insane. <laughs> really? Uh, and Seems then like a she's dating somebody else, someone. and that somebody else is the commander of the mission. So the commander of the mission, you're like walking out of the briefing room. And this is like 12 hours in after you've murdered countless zombies and people have died. Like one dude gets half of his face sheared off.
0: Just And the commander is still. nowhere to be found. He's just talking to you through your radio.
1: Yeah. And so you're in this briefing room and he's like, all right, briefing over. Let's get this done, people. And then he walks by and like shoulder checks you <laughs> like you're in high school. He's like, stay
0: away from my girl. Uh. It's like you just shoulder checked the crazy guy <laughs> yeah, who's probably got the worst PTSD in the galaxy.
1: Hey, uh, guess what? The whole second game was about my imaginary brain wife telling me to stick a giant needle in my eye. And then I did it and I blinded myself. <laughs>
0: You want to go? Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> I am not kidding you when I say I am crazy. I will kill you. I'm crazy. Look at a lot I of people say that. Have, no.
1: I might have the knowledge of an entire ancient civilization in my brain. Here, so read this page
0: from my will. diary. He just hands him a sheet of paper. The guy reads it and starts throwing up all over it's himself. It's one of
1: the notebooks from Seven. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the whole point of that was that the force gun is like a, a shoulder check that hits everybody in the room. <laughs> so you, you just do that, it's like, boof! And the way the gun crafting works... Everybody just sort works... of
0: stumbled to one side. Yeah.
1: <laughs> They're like, hey, whoa! Yeah, but the way the crafting works is you can put attachments on, and one of the attachments you can get... <sighs> The, the rationale for the, stu- the stuff in this game, the lore, is just, like, so bad. So, you have this thing called stasis, where you can shoot guys and it puts them in slow motion. And this is just a tool in their universe that, like, engineers use to slow down pistons, man-sized pistons, so they can get through the man-sized piston tunnel without getting smashed to death. Well, it's here... like, well maybe just install a ladder, but, you know, I'm not an engineer.
0: If you did that, you would tear your machine apart because you didn't put the whole machine in stasis.
1: Yeah, just the piston. Yeah. So like that's the, a terrible the back idea. Of the is just like
0: a-chunk, a-chunk, a-chunk. <laughs> like there's a like a rod or a wheel underneath that that's receiving the energy. Yeah. And that's still trying to turn. Yeah. So it just
1: explodes and gears go everywhere. It's like <laughs> I don't know why we didn't test this first.
0: It's also like if you have that kind of technology, how were you ever overwhelmed by any biological threat ever? It's true.
1: So yeah, so there's an attachment for a gun that coats your bullets in stasis. So not only does your thing push guys back, it also slow mows them for like half a second. But it doesn't so, stop
0: the bullets. Yeah, oh, there's I don't all know. kinds of holes in this mechanic. It's,
1: it's a stasis coating. Listen,
0: I'm nerd now.
1: Actually, judging by the, the dead space uh, modus operandi. uh Stasis is actually probably an acronym because literally everything else in the world is. So I was just postulating, you know, like, is there a dude? So so one dude like thinks up an acronym, like they've got they've got a spaceship called a Skip, and it's S K one P, and then there's a whole subcommittee that has to sit there and think of what the acronym means, and this is where they're spending like you know, 15% of their game budget on.
0: <laughs> it's like, guys, this can't actually just be its name. It has to mean something. I feel like that's why the army just uses, you know, metaphors or the names yeah. of murdered peoples on their equipment. Cause they didn't want to come up with acronyms for anything anymore. The, uh, what are we going to call this helicopter? I don't know. Call it the Apache. Are you sure? Isn't that just completely shameless? Well, yes. yeah, yes, it is.
1: Yeah. Dead Space. It's fun. The two things I really feel like are missing are the insanity effects have been basically non existent. And it seems like that's a colossally missed opportunity considering it's a two player game. Oh, so, yeah. Like one person could be seeing things and, and the other person couldn't. And to this point, we just had something when we were playing last night where Grotz's character was like, I-, I just saw a lady over there. And my dude's like, What are you talking about? And he's like, Never mind. But that's, like, 12 hours in or something. So uh, that's a real disappointment. And the other thing is it just it feels, I don't know, kind of weirdly generic to me. Like, it kind of feels like, I don't know, this dead space homunculus where it's like, well, this kind of passes muster, but there's something about it that just feels off. So it might just be that the crafting system makes you feel so empowered that nothing is really all that scary
0: well it's also a distraction from the the typical resource management yeah. and the fear of never having enough to survive that comes along with most survival horror games or i don't even know if that's it's, true yeah. anymore the things like the, the things that we thought yeah. about survival it, horror games it, are no longer true game. yeah i feel like that's just an old i don't know an old archetype at this point
1: It's actually really easy, too. Like, we die, but we're playing on hard, and it still showers you in med kits. Like, I have 10 or so medium med packs just sitting in my bank because I don't have the inventory space to hold them, and that feels like too much. But maybe that might just be a result of co-op because, like, for example, they have these enemies that are just the raptors from Jurassic Park. (laughs) So one will peek at you. And he's, like, looking at you from around a box. And then he he jumps back behind the box. And then you look to your left and you're already being mauled. You're like, clever girl. Clever girl. So those things are definitely super scary while you're fighting them. Because they just come out of nowhere when you're laser focused on something else. But once you beat him, you're like, oh, that actually, you know, it wasn't that hard.
0: Well, you also, I'm sure you can come up with ways to sort of anticipate it and juke the AI where you're doing, like, the stutter steps.
1: Well, it's actually, those sorts of things are really cool in two-player, because now you can sit there and be like, all right, you watch left, I'll watch right. And then you figure out that they can drop down on you from above. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, f- they figured us out. They're learning. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious.
1: And there's still a lot of cool stuff. You know, a lot of it's carried over from the older games, but they have these exploding guys who just have these giant yellow pustules for one of their arms, and it's kind of just a movable exploding barrel and they make this horrific shriek that they must have like really focus tested to figure out what the most unnerving sound was it's so the sound itself is unnerving because they're
0: like
1: (laughs) over and over again but also the knowledge that when they make that sound means that there's probably an exploding guy sneaking up behind you that's a one-hit kill if he gets in melee range oh yeah moments like that are still super tense and really cool it's just that I don't I I would have to like really sit there and think about why I feel like this is different than Dead Space 2. But at the end of the day, even after having said all that, my like brain calculus of this game as I'm playing it is like this could be the next Resident Evil 5 for us.
0: Oh, really? Just cuz you feel like you could go back to the well over and over again?
1: Yeah, like this feels like a game that I could replay. Uh You know, I think that I think I might have said this on the stream, but I think this is—I've just I've put the pieces together in my head. The the reason I don't like this game as much as I like Resident Evil Five is that it feels a lot less deliberate, and that might just be because you can move and shoot.
0: (laughs) You can move and shoot. Wait a minute.
1: (laughs) What if there was a game where you could—you had to pick one of them at the beginning of the game?
0: Oh, sort of like a. A CVS two style thing where you have to pick your groove at the beginning. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, no, but there was just something about how in Resident Evil Five you were forced, you were constantly forced to set up, shoot, and then move. Where in Dead Space, because you can move while aiming, you're you're constantly you're instead just making these micro adjustments that. It's just a different pacing. And I like the Resident Evil 5 one better.
0: They're just slowly kind of bleeding you of your tank controls from the original yeah, Resident yeah. Evil. It's like every game is just another, you know, segment of the river washing over your tank control stone. I
1: mean, it's fine. I've long <laughs> since gotten over that nobody wants tank controls anymore. I don't even particularly want them myself. But, God, there's just something about, like, holding the run button... And knowing the exact angle to push the analog stick to, like, turn a little but still keep running forward. I don't know. That, that sort of mastery was something I could do. Yeah. And now it seems like mastery in video games is basically you have combos in fighting games, which I can't do. <laughs> uh, and you have headshots, which I don't care to do. <laughs> like, maybe I could get good at headshots if I practice enough. But it's that's just not how I have fun playing yeah. video games. So I don't know. They I was they they stripped it away before I truly reached my prime. But
0: yeah. Ah. Uh, so yeah, oh, you're, you're still know. playing Dead Space Three though, right? It's not over yeah. yet.
1: Yeah. Uh, it seems it's a really long game. It seems it says we're like fifty percent of the way through. I presume a lot of that is collectible items. I don't know how many chapters it is, but. Just judging by the story beats, it still seems like we're, I don't know, in the second act, probably.
0: Wow, that's so, pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, it's pretty long. Especially Dead, for, like, like an little...
0: action game. I feel like that's uh, that's a little ambitious. How long were the previous ones? I Like I said, I'm a uh, I'm Maybe, a like,
1: 12 or 15 hours, I feel like. They were pretty long for, especially the first one, for what you would think of as survival horror.
0: Is So, be honest, is one of the insanity effects you're missing that... You don't just hear Phil Collins playing yeah. every once in a while? God. Or he just like, appears like a Jedi ghost
1: when you with tweeted a tweeted or something? That, I thought you were joking. <laughs> 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 I hear Phil Collins'
0: voice on the wind.
1: <laughs> but it's actually I kind of wished cover. I was
0: joking. That trailer is so stupid.
1: <laughs> Wait, so I only watched it once. Now I'm thinking what they really needed to do is... Have the sweet drum solo once the camera, like, sort of pans up and reveals a marker.
0: Yeah, that would have worked a little better. But Wait, why would you uh, even play? I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Anyway, like, what does that yeah. even mean?
1: Against all odds, would have been the better choice. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look at me now.
0: Well, it would have been even like. It could have been just totally weird and crazy. Like, you could have just put a pin exactly on top of the tone of the game if you made it that. Yeah. Like, this is insanity.
1: And you're like, yeah, that's what it's
0: supposed to be.
1: Uh, there's there's one... So, in the entire, Dead Space 2, you're wandering around, and for the whole time, you're dead. So technically, she's your girlfriend from the first game. I don't know why they didn't just make her your wife. People in the stream said focus testing, probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, girlfriend tested better than wife for nerds. But anyway, so she keeps showing up, and she's like your brain wife in this in the second game. And there's one part where you're... I think it's when you're walking through this nursery with like, oh my god, creepy babies that explode. There's exploding creepy babies in this game.
0: Are you serious? Yes. That's like, messed they just, up.
1: Yeah. Well, in the first game, there were these like... One of the enemies was a mutated fetus so there were these like little baby things that would crawl around and then these like tentacles would pop out of their backs and they would shoot spikes at you oh snap but so anyway so you're walking through this nursery and you go through a door and all of a sudden your wife just like grabs you by the face and it's like and her her eyes and mouth are glowing and she's just screaming at you and you have to jam on the quick time event button and that's like that's a good quick time event
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because <laughs> you just wrapped like, oh, your my pants. God. <laughs> it's like, oh no, this mining suit is not going to be able to quickly evacuate my bowels.
1: Yeah, so that's a crazy thing about the new. We we landed on the snow planet, and then you have to get a snow suit, which, by the way, is way less cold on the snow planet than it is in space. <laughs> so your spacesuit is probably fine. Uh, but then the snow suit, the snow spacesuit. Has a fur-lined collar.
0: I saw that in the stream. I was like, yes.
1: Oh, got to keep my neck warm.
0: Is one of the add-ons you can get to the spacesuit, like a gold chain and a wide-brimmed hat, then you wouldn't have to worry about putting your hand in front of your visored face. It's like, yeah. oh, the wind is blowing. I better protect <laughs> this steel mass that's encasing my whole head.
1: I guess that's, a, that's one other thing I missed from Dead Space 2. And one, I think. I, this hasn't really happened in three. They, they had a way of doing quick-time events where they weren't really quick-time events. So there's a part in Dead Space 2 where you get rocketed out an airlock and you're flying into space and your inertia is just sort of carrying you and you're with a bunch of debris and there's this big space monster kind of clawing its way towards you. And in the debris is uh, an explosive barrel and you have to figure out that you have to shoot the explosive barrel to get yourself back through the airlock and back onto the station and you have to do that in you know a matter of seconds so it's still essentially a quick time event because all you can do is aim and shoot but it's not like a push a right right now push the a button right now quick time event so i always really appreciated those and like they would do that in the first one where like a tentacle would grab you and it would be pulling you towards certain death and you had to shoot the glowy part of the tentacle, which is like uh, sort of barely removed from a quick time event, but it was still a neat idea and a little different
0: well yeah, hey, that's sort of more like that's an old school mechanic where it's not a quick time event where they tell you what needs to happen, it's just part of the game where you have to perform a specific task in a you know a time period or you just die. <sighs> I
1: don't know. it's fun, it's a good game
0: I don't know I, I solicited a bunch
1: of Twitter questions you want to do some of those? Good. Like, Niall Flanagan asks, what are your favorite beverages, alcoholic or otherwise?
0: Uh, straight up Coca-Cola. Yeah. And then... <laughs> so, no. And apple cider.
1: Uh, apple cider is pretty good. I only drink beer if you're talking alcoholic. <laughs> and then if it's beer, it doesn't really matter what kind of beer it is to me, provided it's not like the absolute lowest tier of beer. My taste buds are not discer- so discerning that... But- <laughs> I I really like this brand of tea called Honest Tea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's like the, it comes in the fancy bottles or whatever.
1: It's, I just, I like any of those things. They're sweet beverages, but they're not so sweet. So they're like less, way less calories than a soda, but you still sort of get the, the hint of honey or something. So I'll go after those sorts of things. Or I'll just drink Coke Zero and convince myself that like
0: this tastes good.
1: It doesn't have any calories. I've just
0: I don't even drink other sodas now. I just you know restrict myself to the very occasional regular old Coke.
1: Just mainline Coke.
0: Just every once in a while, IV put in. It's it's not an everyday thing anymore, but I love it so.
1: Not like. Andrew would make, like, pyramids of them.
0: Oh, I mean, I was that way. The problem is that uh, where I work, they subsidize the vending machine, so it only costs 25 cents.
1: You know what? It's like you work in a time portal. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. A time portal that ejects you right into the future when you have diabetes.
1: Welcome to 1987. You have no feet. <laughs> we have to cut them off.
0: Uh, yeah. So that's that's my answer.
1: Uh, he also asks, if Dave and Joel were a combining robot, who would be which part? <sighs> if it's just the two of us, there's really only a top and a bottom.
0: Uh, no, I think that we would be a hovering upper body, and we would form a left and a right half.
1: Oh. what? Oh, I, When you said hovering, I immediately thought, like, Balbados.
0: Uh, I don't know. Not really.
1: <laughs> it's not like, like, we're each an arm. <laughs>
0: That's right, there's just this inert torso sitting out there with legs on it, and we're each an arm that activates it. So,
1: we've we've been watching One Piece, that's all we do, is just watch One Piece for our entire lives. Is
0: that worth it? Should I watch that?
1: Not unless you just want to watch like two or three episodes of something a day, because it's so long. (laughs) It's just like... It's just like what we do before we go to bed. We watch like a couple episodes. That's okay. like our cool down. So, uh, but it is really good. Like, it's definitely the best one of those shonen shows I've ever seen. I was just talking to Grotz about this. Like, it's, it's kind of amazing that, you know, we've watched almost 500 episodes of this show, which is crazy. And it's never really boring. Like, they'll have two or three episode things where they'll do, like, a short kind of comedic arc between major plots that isn't very good. But even though it takes them, like, 60 episodes to go through a plot arc, it's not like in Dragon Ball Z where you're like, okay, could this fight, like, be over yet?
0: Oh, yeah. Or could it even start?
1: Yeah. So you're kind of, when you're watching it, you're kind of just, you're always anticipating the solutions, that the characters are going to figure out how to beat the next enemy, so it's always pretty engaging for what it is. So I've, I've certainly enjoyed it more than any of those Dragon Ball Z type shows. But anyway,
0: well, it also seems like uh, in One Piece they don't have that problem where they have the pinnacle hero and no one else is of any value. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, like the main character is definitely better than everybody else, but all the su- or a lot of the supporting characters are really cool, and the characterization is just so much better like who gave a fuck about krillin? Like, <laughs> krillin didn't have no character arc.
0: <laughs> that's why they were they chose to kill him on Namek. That was his character arc. <laughs> the
1: the the reason I bring this up is because the best joke in the show is at one point they have to fight this giant zombie that's like 30 stories tall and they're like, "All right, we need to do what we've practiced." Pirates docking 6 and then they form a giant robot with their bodies. <laughs> Like, the one dude is, like, standing in the middle, and, like, the little, like, guy who's, like, an anthropomorphic reindeer, who's, like, the cutest character ever, like, flops over the top of his head, and, like, the other two dudes are holding his legs up, and then they realize the left hand is missing, and they look, o- look over at, like, the one girl, and they're like, what are you doing? And she's like, like, you know, die or, like, some, like, really just, like, non-plus sort of, like, I would never do that, and they're like, "Oh." <laughs> and it's just like the 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 timing and everybody just like sort of realizes how stupid the idea is after she rejects them it's just a, the timing is really good and like the, the show sometimes they really use jokes misuse them overuse them as anime tends to do sometimes they just make a joke like that one time and it's just that's all they needed to do and you're like you accept it and just move on <laughs> But anyway, uh, Alex Holt Cohen asked, How do you like the cave? Which we played and streamed a little of. And it's decent. Yeah. It, it, it's like, so it's that adventure game by the dude who did Monkey Island. Uh, and you pick a couple characters and you go around in this cave and you'll do non-character specific puzzles and then you do one that's like based on your character. Like we played Creepy Twins from a Tim Burton movie and a Time Traveler. And the time traveler has to figure out how to get a key, but in the future, but the security guard at this museum won't let her take it. So you have to go into the past, like caveman times, and crush his ancestor with a rock <laughs> so that he's
0: never born.
1: <laughs> so it's got this really, like, really skirting the line of dark humor. So it's dark uh, enough that's that not it skirting makes skirting
0: the line. That just is.
1: Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. So it's dark enough that it makes you definitively uncomfortable like there's no arguing that but at the same time you're like all right i can see how there's kind of humor here
0: Do, i mean but, is there any indication that that guy is just totally suicidal
1: no it's what this is the guy who's like he's he's called the the greatest employee in the world or something he's like the museum security guard and he's just an asshole and the i guess the idea is that your character the time travel is his like subordinate so you've got a bone to pick with him and so like the 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 twins to solve their puzzle they have to murder
0: dude you you didn't also parents. point out that it's not just by the guy from monkey monkey island but it is a double fine game
1: yeah 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 well he works for double fine
0: now. yeah that's a an excellent endorsement uh,
1: yeah it's pretty fun there are moments that might just be our fault but there are moments that we could not figure out like with the time traveler I guess the time travel one was so weird because there's this part where there's like a rolling rock that you have to move so people can build a well in the future. But we didn't figure out the part of the puzzle where you switch between three characters. It's like a Lost Vikings. We didn't figure out the part of the puzzle where you have to have a character hold on to the rock. And when you're changing characters, you have to hold down the hold rock button to keep the rock in place so people in the future can build the well. Because it's out of the way.
0: Uh, Oh, okay. And so
1: we sat there for like half an hour using our character's body weight to stop the rock, and we're like, surely this is how you do it. And it glitched or something once, so it actually worked, but then we screwed it up. So we just kept repeating the same thing, thinking that it.
0: Oh, that sucks.
1: You know, that was 50% user error and 50% like poor semiotics on their part, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> so I won't put all the blame on the cave it's also, it's only like 15 bucks so it's pretty cheap
0: yeah, that is dope
1: and I don't know, it's got like 7 different characters and you play it 3 at a time so I guess the intent is that you pave the game 3 times but I just don't see that happening
0: oh, it's, just, it's like, not that much fun well, you have
1: to do these like interstitial puzzles when you're not doing the specific puzzles and those don't change so I mean, I don't foresee that being too fun to redo
0: but the and the characters in combination don't,
1: yeah, it's not it's not like lost Vikings, they don't like do things together, oh okay so they they all have a different power, but it seems like their specific power is really only useful in their area, at least as far as we've played, so like the time traveler can teleport through certain walls, but we've only found those walls in their area, like the mm. creepy twins can leave ethereal manifestation of themselves that can hold down switches and stuff but we only use that to get into their area and then do puzzles in their so area so it's
0: not like there's a dynamic overall map yeah. it's just like yeah. you kind of are able to access these specific areas
1: yeah yeah otherwise you would you would be circ- you would go around them or something so there's not like
0: this possibility of I don't know how the math works when you do you have you know how many combinations but they're not there aren't as many paths as there are possible combinations of characters
1: it would be cool if. Do you remember a Nintendo game called something like Legend of the Wizard? That might have been exactly what it was called. but it was, <laughs> no, it I was do like, not. It was like this game where you. you it was a fantasy game.
0: You really? Legend of the Wizard is a fantasy yeah, game? Yeah, I guess. I don't know.
1: <laughs> so you played a family that was in this house, and you could be like the mom, the dad, the daughter, son. It's the Legacy dog. of the Wizard, Dave. Is that, I feel like that might be something else, but I'll look it up.
0: Uh, uh, this is a Nintendo game.
1: Yeah, that's definitely it. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you you start in that, like, house, and then all the characters have different powers, and then you go down into this dungeon that's, like, a side scrolling platformer kind of dungeon. And depending on what characters you have, you, like, you take, like,
0: different routes. So, wow. that
1: would be really cool. Or even just, like, in Lost Vikings, where, like, the one dude puts a shield over his head, and then the other dude jumps on top of
0: it. That's pretty advanced like, stuff for a Nintendo game.
1: Yeah, it's pretty neat. And if you look at like if you go to the Google image search, you can see the whole map. It's it's pretty complicated and cool.
0: Huh? You have to look up a ROM of that or something.
1: All right. So next, Morio Kun S. just got a PS3, already bought the required copy of *Valkyria Chronicles*. Any games you would recommend?
0: Uh, Nino Cooney, play yeah, it because no I can't. We beat. So we beat that game. Oh yeah. Uh,
1: and it was pretty good all the way through. My only real problem with it was that it was so rudimentary. Your dumb dumb of a wizard is standing there looking at some ice crystals. He's like, "I don't know, bro. I don't know how to get past this." And then fireball is highlighted when your like anthropomorphic companion is talking to you. Well, so you it's have like, a
0: little like blues clues moment where you're shouting at the screen what he needs to do. I mean, it, it is it is just possible that. Uh, the game was designed to let children play it. I'm just putting that yeah, out there. Yeah, that's
1: certainly true, but it's also just a little too hard to be a children's game.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. You, we could beat Final Fantasy VI when we were 12. Probably handle I that.
1: Could... Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that's the most obvious choice. I'm trying to think of like what exclusive games are even on PS3. Demon Souls should go out of your way to get that. Uh, if you haven't know, already played
0: really... it on your PC...
1: No, Demon's Souls is only on PS3.
0: Oh, because it's not the, the first PS2 one. originally? It was only PS3. Gosh, I have no concept of time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Bronze Dragon asks, why did characters past Final Fantasy VI grow belts all over? I imagine he knows why, and it's caused the dude... Uh,
0: it's because belts are cool, right? I mean, yeah, that's why I wear awesome. four of them everywhere.
1: Listen, I was... I- I have a skirt made of belts. That's just how it's going to be. I mean, it's because that dude, uh, Tetsuya Nomura, like That's when Final Fantasy VII is when he came into power and became like the
0: the king of belts. When will his reign ever end?
1: He was always the king of belts.
0: But now he's ascendant.
1: So that's when he became the main character designer, and that's why like everything since. And so now he's like super director guy, and it's just like it's never going to end. Uh. But you know, whatever. Belts. They're worse things, aren't they? He also has, if death is ina- inevitable, what meaning could life possibly hold? <laughs> That's maybe a little deep for this podcast.
0: Uh, yeah, you I just don't gotta know. Live,
1: just live every day, Bronze Dragon. <laughs> just live every day.
0: <laughs> well, I don't really know why the inevitability of death even affects the present, though. So you could argue about that, anywho.
1: Yeah. Uh, Adrian Revis asked, do you ever visit slash A? The answer
0: is no. I'm going to assume that has something to do with 4chan. So, yeah, the answer That's is an no. That's an anime
1: forum on 4chan.
0: Yeah, so Megatron. Oh,
1: actually, uh, I got linked, and I will give props to the guy who did it because he emailed us. Uh, yes, he says, so this happened. 4chan dissects Dave's corpse party review. Thought you might get a laugh out of this. 4chan's reports, response to the corpse party review. To say I'm embarrassed that it took 4chan's bitching to get me to read this well-thought-out review is embarrassing on my part, to say the least. Eh, whatever, I mean, I don't need to read that. I appreciate his compliments, but... Like, the internet doesn't have to hear them, but I appreciate... So, that was Kenny. Thanks for sending the email. So, he sent it to me, and I read this thread, and it was like a cartoon parody of 4chan. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I don't want to get too real for you, but I think there is pornographic manga that is so dark that 4chan only lets you post it in this like grayscale or it like grays out the thumbnail so you can't tell what it is Ugh. and that's that's basically the level of, level of discourse that was going on in that thread which is why I say it was like a cartoon parody they were like yeah this guy's an asshole god I really want to fuck a 14 year old cartoon <laughs> I was like that's cool I guess <laughs>
0: oh wow who cares yeah gurus
1: Arya asked how can one man have that much pargon which is a eternal darkness callback
0: gosh we didn't say you didn't say it during the dead space 3 review but all i was thinking about was eternal darkness yeah and all the dope stuff in that game yeah man
1: well that's never gonna happen because that company like when mega went out of
0: business well, I don't know why anybody... like They should be scalping that idea so hard.
1: Well, so, okay, so this is actually kind of a funny story. So they made that, like, X-Men game that came out maybe last year that was, by all accounts, terrible, and it was basically forced out to... It was basically pushed out the door because it had taken them so long to do it that the publisher was just like, all right, here's the release date. Get it done. And then they didn't, and it sucked. And then it turns out that the reason it was taking them so long is they were secretly committing 60% of their resources to Eternal Darkness
0: 2. (laughs) Oh, I do remember hearing that. Good for them, man.
1: It's kind of awesome, but also kind of terrible. But on the other side of that is Activision, so it's like, fuck them. Like, I'd rather have Eternal Darkness 2.
0: Well, it's also, I mean, I guess I can understand the need to invest in all that jazz, but there's also something to be said for Committing to what you think is important, just creatively. Yeah. I'm yeah. glad they went out on a line and did it. I'm sorry that it didn't work out, but
1: but also they they had to like <laughs> the other thing that happened to them in the news is they had to like recall every copy of Two Human. <laughs> oh they, yeah, because of that whole lawsuit thing. So it's like, man, life's not really working out for you guys, is it?
0: <laughs> yeah, that sucks.
1: Oh well, God. So this is like my whole Twitter feed is. Arya and Bronze Dragon asking things. Would you rather kill a child and nobody would ever know or save a child's life but suffer the consequences?
0: Save a child's life and suffer the consequences. I'm not a terrible person.
1: Yeah, that's a strange question. It's not even a strange
0: question. That's not even a moral conundrum. Like, what what are the consequences?
1: (laughs) Yeah, the consequences are babies suck. I guess. What kind of pie would you most like to catch with your face if you had to catch a pie with your face?
0: Uh, cherry. Also, that doesn't sound... Is this supposed to be another conundrum one? It's like, oh, you, nobody wants to catch pie with their face. You're incorrect. That's the only way I want to catch pie.
1: I figure... I was going to say cherry, because cherry's my favorite pie. But I think a lemon meringue might be a more satisfying pie to catch with your face just from, like, an edibility point of view.
0: Now, here's what I'm working with, Dave. What you got to do is you got you to kind of lean back and accept the pie with your face... And if you do it right, the whole pie is just you know resting on top of your face. You gotta have nice. a soft face, and then you
1: just then you just devour it from below. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like funnel it into your mouth. Like, a, or I mean, worst case scenario, like you just kind of get it
0: to like dip off flat onto the ground, so it just lands down there.
1: They, yeah, you, you, they
0: just gave <laughs> like you a whole
1: pie. Cirque du Soleil shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. In, in which case, if I could pull that off, pumpkin.
1: Uh, or actually, okay, so he elaborates on the. The consequences of killing the child being everyone in the world who would know thinks you killed the child, including the police and your family.
0: How is that possible? It, so Anyway, still worth the child, it to save it. Nobody
1: him. would know. But if you don't kill the child, everybody thinks you killed the child.
0: Who cares? Truth is not relative. Do the right thing. Sick to asking pie questions. Don't even. If you don't save that kid, you're a bad person. And even if people never know, you will know. And you will always be that way.
1: Eogan sends a video of someone lip-syncing Guitar Wolf. I mean, they go all out. He's walking around on a beach, and they've set up <laughs> charges in the ground. <laughs> are you watching it
0: somehow? No. Where do you, where did you message it to me?
1: Uh, I will link it to you. <clears throat> Let's see
0: what this is all about. This is like the most boring audio portion of the podcast. We should really talk yeah. through the whole thing. I think the best part is that guy even Japanese?
1: No. I don't know. His name is Garth Jennings. or I guess the director was Garth Jennings, but just this that they went out of the way. Incredibly
0: to... dangerous. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's probably just squibs or something.
0: I don't know. That guy's head just blew up.
1: Uh all right moving on That's end up watching
0: that. That's pretty awesome. Was that a question or just hey, here's this awesome video?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your opinion of this video someone linked to guitar wolf. It is awesome. <laughs> Joseph Crespo asks best place in New York for a Philly cheesesteak which is uh the best place to go is 99 miles to Philly in my experience or this like random cheesesteak truck I found and don't judge me for saying this. It is the name of the area that is given to it the neighborhood is called Dumbo.
0: Dude, that makes it it's, awesome. Why would anybody judge you for that?
1: Because it's an acronym and it stands for Down Under Manhattan, Brooklyn Overpass.
0: I think that sticking with Dumbo is awesome. I'll allow it. They should, you should, What you should do is just use Dumbo and then forget that it meant anything else.
1: Yeah. So I, I was walking around there one night. We were I think I think it, there was actually it was a night where we were going to like a sci-fi bookstore opening because a Jay's school like was teaching classes there using the space to teach classes so we were invited to the opening. Uh and on the way back there was this cheesesteak truck and I was like, no, I'll give it a shot, why not?" And the reason I tried it is cuz it said cheesesteak, not just Philly cheesesteak. So I was like, "Well, maybe they know what's what's up with uh this whole thing." And it turned out to be pretty good. Word. Narya and Bronze Dragon ask ten thousand more questions. Guy's already got like three, so I'm going to call it that. Uh, Logan Stafford asks favorite dessert. I don't know. Yeah, all
0: <laughs> not if applicable.
1: Pushed cake or pie.
0: <laughs> that's those are the only categories I'll break it down into. <laughs> yeah, that's as,
1: that's as discreet as I'm willing to go. If I had to choose. Sort of, <laughs> if I had to narrow it down. I mean, I'm not going to leave out candy bars or ice cream, man, or cookies. No, I Dave,
0: can... you can bake those into the cake.
1: <laughs> also, also, he says, also mayo versus Miracle Whip. Mayo, right? Good. What an ungodly alternative. Like, I've never met a human being that actually prefers Miracle Whip.
0: Uh, I, yeah. I had an argument with somebody who said that they liked mayonnaise more than guacamole. I did not understand <laughs>
1: Of course. It's like, I prefer cookies to cereal, too. (laughs) Like, what comparison are you making? Like, I would never spend guacamole on this ham sandwich. Well, the problem
0: was that they had just made the statement that they don't really like avocado. And I was like, even guacamole? And she's like, yeah, I don't like avocado. And I did not understand. Like, there was a part, like, I could hear what she was saying, but I feel like I just had a stroke because it made no sense.
1: I can't put guacamole in my egg salad. Dude, you
0: can. I'll find a way. I love... It. There's nothing that couldn't be improved by an avocado, I contend. <laughs> Pinchy
1: Kaiju says, bacon and cookies, pro or con.
0: What does that even mean? Is that like a bacon somehow included in a a, a cookie? Yeah, sure. savory bacon and sweet is all right by cookie. me, bud.
1: Yeah. I've certainly had like bacon chocolate bars, and those are fine.
0: Yeah. No pro i guess uh it should have just been like bacon and cookies it's not even a question it just says that he,
1: he also asks how do you think the world war ii bombings of japan affected the modern day culture
0: that's like that's, that's probably, meaning of life one i don't know that's
1: probably a too complicated question for this podcast especially <laughs> like off especially off the cuff
0: uh yeah you should probably read volumes and volumes of literature about that because there's a ton. I'm sure of it. Why do you think they have a, a self-defense force instead of an army?
1: Yeah. Um, why do you think they have to censor their porn, I think is what you meant to say. It's
0: <laughs> fucked up. MacArthur. Well, we, we bombed him with MacArthur. Yeah, we dropped MacArthur out of a plane, and he just did that to him.
1: World War II left scars on us all, Jill. And finally he asked, where does the rain come from?
0: Um. You, I don't know. I want to ask... I do actually know, but I don't, I don't care to answer that question. <laughs>
1: I want to know, have you ever seen The Rain?
0: There, you that's a better question. The answer, of course, is no.
1: Oh, wait, one more came in. Matt asks, <laughs> uh, <laughs> these days as we get older, do you find yourself getting excited about hearing 90s dance music just because it's nostalgic?
0: Pump up the jams.
1: Qua, uh, you know, so your Quad City GJs, your stereo MCs. I'm not internationally known, Ooh. but I'm known to rock
0: the microphone.
1: Oh, so what happened?
0: That was you weird. My, it, Skype just hung up.
1: You missed my sweet Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock quotation.
0: <laughs> well, as long as the internet was there to hear it, yeah.
1: Days. I mean, so what I'm trying to say is that it—it's not. It was not something that I cultivated later in life. <laughs> that was with me from the inception of that music. <laughs> Okay, it's recording again. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I said, I didn't want to. I didn't want to end the episode before I read this dude's incredibly heartfelt email. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know how much I should censor of this, but because uh, it's so personal. But essentially, Thomas, he's from the UK. He bought a shirt and he sent an email along with the shirt. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's a really, really personal email, so I don't want to like read all of it. But essentially, what he says is that his wife of a few years and his previously girlfriend of many years left him and he's like I was pretty bummed out I was living in the like quote family home that we built together sometimes on a Saturday night when your wife is away with her new boyfriend a man can be excused for feeling a bit bored lonely or miserable however you guessed it your podcast is hilarious and gives me something to laugh about if you indulge me lines such as these really do make me cry with laughter and then don't get me wrong some of my friends are pterodactyls <laughs> and etc uh so it's really just him uh saying thanks and
0: well good luck to you tom
1: and we're happy for whatever you know happiness we could eke out of your life sorry for your hardships that really sucks and also true thanks for monetarily supporting the podcast uh and with that i let me just check paypal to make sure i didn't miss anybody's name but i think that's it i think we can officially shut this down robotron voice and all it's gonna be really fun syncing up this episode now it's like (laughs) it's pretty where we basically don't even need to clap because there would be no purpose to it (laughs) okay uh what the hell man all right here we go I want to say thank you to the two idiots who paid $10 each for my Dead Space pre-order gun. Thank you for essentially giving us $20 off the cost of the game. <laughs> I'm sorry to call you idiots. That sounds really mean. But I think if you are not independently wealthy, you are making poor payment decisions. or Poor purchase decisions.
0: Well, did you see on uh, Amazon some guy with the, the post on the forum where the guy was selling $550,000 worth of video game memorabilia? yeah. yeah. I'm thinking they're along the same lines as him.
1: Yeah, maybe so. Well, what the hell? I see a name here that's from January 29th. Don't remember if I specifically said it. Mark Aston. If I thanked you last time, then you have been double thanked. And uh, nice shut this down. God, there's been so much music on this podcast that I'm going to have trouble thinking of what to close it with. But I may go to the well of it takes two to make a thing go right.
0: I think you be well, served. Two
1: to make it out of sight. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm stopping. Alright, me too, for the second. <laughs> And Shigeo Shiba asked, any thoughts on revisiting Pat Labor? Sure. I don't know. Why not? I still remember recording that Pat Labor episode. Uh, it was one of the first ones we did. And the joke ended up being that if you pushed, like, next chapter during the commercial breaks or whatever, or something would ha- oh yeah, if you push next chapter during the opening of the show, it would skip to halfway through the episode. So we ended up watching a bunch of half episodes. And I remember being like, this feel really short <laughs> Oh, we were So done. maybe it would be reasonable to give it its due.
0: Was this Pally for the movie <laughs> this, or like these an were an like T V episodes? Didn't we talk about one of the movies, like the third one? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. I think that island construction project that's going to be some harmonic yeah, yeah. that's going to affect Pat Labors across no, the
1: world. No, that, I, the I think that's the first one.
0: one. That's the first so, movie? Yeah, that's,
1: yeah, that's the one they're where building they're building than like than, the, the thing out in the, thing out out in the, the middle of the ocean that's going like to conduct the sound waves. waves. Uh, uh, yeah. But... The, uh, the, uh, third the third is one is about, about that like giant mutant monster, monster thing. thing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know.
0: We've watched that too, we though. Watch, I we feel like we've seen all, all those. those. Yeah, there's only three. Uh,
1: yeah. and they're all and they're all all those movies yeah. are really good. I love those movies. But uh, boop, 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 boop. yeah, wow, yeah, wow. That pad that was episode episode, episode episode number, number 20. twenty. We did it We did on February
0: 2006. 20. No, Though, seven, seven, seven years, years ago. ago. Almost to the day. In the day. Uh, Maybe that's why he, every year he remembers the anniversary yeah, of that, yeah. which would be really strange.
1: Yeah, he yeah. Just yeah he just thinks, thinks back on the arm and caresses his printed, printed out frame beyond that of the society sites. Someday, someday, someday Padlet, someday. 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 Speaking of waking up, I believe. I believe one hundred ninety-eight. Today, so I So, so, maybe, maybe, are five hundred. And maybe, and maybe, what the internet, the internet suggestions.
0: <laughs> you don't want to open this up well, to the no, internet? I'm not, like, you holding be holding to them? It's like kind of a fellow. Yeah, I don't know. That might be kind of fun. That's a lot of episodes. Uh, yeah,
1: it's yeah, been, a, it's long been a long time. It has been, it has been, fact, been, fact been, been eight years. We're eight or calendar eight years. We're in September. In September it will in eight, be years. Eight, eight years. years. That's it really a really long, long time. We are. getting... Oh, g- no! Oh, no, no uh, I think I'm uh, recording, 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 recording screwing up. Hold on! Hold on!
0: It's your audio that's screwing up, dude. <sighs>
1: fucking fucking Christ. Christ! I'll just. I'm gonna try
0: and I'm trying to mic it plug it back in You're good. You're good. No more Robotronics.